Hello and welcome to another installment of Bar Talk Podcast, bringing you everything you need to know about law via discussions, interviews, and news updates. for joining another edition of the Omaha Bar Association Bar Talk podcast. I am the executive director of the Omaha Bar Association, Dave Summers, and I am here today with past Omaha Bar Association president, Mike Kinney. Mike is a partner at the Cassin Tierney Law Firm here in Omaha, and he is also the founder and director, I guess the, the term might be, for the SOLACE program at the Nebraska State Bar level. Is it director, is that the right term, or what would you contact? You contact might be a little more appropriate. Um, Liz Neely, uh, executive director of the Nebraska State Bar Association, and I are the two primary contacts for it. Great. And Mike, I'm sitting here today with you um, because I want our members and listeners to know about the SOLACE program, but also because the Omaha Bar Association Young Lawyers Division has bestowed upon you its Champions of Law Award for vision, for your vision in starting and working with the SOLACE program all these years. Um, so that's that's partly why we're here. We also want to talk to you about your bar involvement and uh, get to know you some more. So uh, with that, could you give us a little bit of background as to you Sure. Um, it's uh, kind of boring. Uh, I grew up in Sioux City uh, and uh, went to uh, Rockhurst uh, College at that time, university now in Kansas City for two years. Um, then I transferred to the University of Iowa and got my undergraduate and my law degree uh, in Iowa City. Came to Omaha and I've worked with Cassim Tierney ever since I got here in 71. I had a uh, brief stint in um, Saigon and Da Nang as a civilian. I helped a buddy set up two law firms over there um, in between graduation and coming to Omaha. And then uh, sanity prevailed, and I've been here ever since. That time over in Vietnam must have been amazing. It was. Uh, it, we, we were doing nothing but military defense, and uh, the some of the military just couldn't get past the defense counsel and the prosecutors spending the nights together at the bars and they just felt that uh, they wanted some independence in choosing their legal representation and uh, we had all that we could handle and, and then some. Um, here at the firm do you still litigate or are you in a different role now? I litigated for 43 years and uh, four years ago I decided that uh, I needed a new direction um, and um, I uh, had taken the training for mediation prior to that uh, and um, finally weaned off of my last files of litigation and, and uh, for the last four years have just done solely mediations. And how is the mediation game in Omaha these days? It's very busy. Uh, it's uh, it's amazing that uh, there is as much business out there as there is. Um, uh, people are, um, we, we're even getting calls now from people who aren't even represented by counsel uh, yet, uh, who are not involved in litigation yet, who want to uh, try to forestall or, or avoid 
civil litigation, and I'm just doing civil litigation. I don't, I don't know anything about the family law or domestic uh, mediation, civil mediation. I mean, so that, that's a good <coughs> development that people are so pro proactive in uh, contacting you and trying to get mediation. It is. Uh, I, I, there's a little bit of a tug and a pull as a trial attorney for 43 years. I I feel. Um, a little uneasy about the uh, diminishment in the number of trials that are, are occurring and, and um, I feel that way simply because the people who are coming into this profession now don't have the opportunities that we had uh, to um, get their feet wet um, almost on a weekly basis. Uh, you'd go over in Muni Court and try something in the morning and go back and try something else in the afternoon sometimes. Um, and that just doesn't happen anymore, and that's unfortunate. But uh, uh, mediation fills a uh, need that is obviously there, and, and um, uh, it's meeting it. On the Solace program, um, can you give us a background on how that came about and um, what the what the program does? Yeah, uh, like the Solace program itself, this was just pure coincidence. Um, I was in San Francisco in um, 2010, near the in the fall of 2010. Uh, I saw it was a um, we, we were out there with the uh, bar association, the annual convention, and I saw in the program the name of a lawyer who was um, doing a uh, workshop that afternoon, uh, who I had um, referred uh, some uh, business to in Louisiana, but I'd never met him. And um, so I stuck my head in to say hi and introduce myself, and he said, uh, meet Judge Zaney. Uh, and Judge Zaney, Jay Zaney, was a uh, U.S. Uh, district court judge from New Orleans, and he was the speaker. And uh, we talked for a little bit, and he told me what he was going to speak on, and it was, at that time, the only SOLAS program in the country. Uh, Louisiana was the first one, and they started in 2002. So I stayed and I listened, um, and I remember um, <laughs> later that afternoon I ran into Jane Shaneke, the executive director at the time, and I said, I found something. I said, this is going to work. This is, this is just perfect for Nebraska. And we had it up and running in two months. Uh, January of 2011 was when it started in Nebraska, and we were the second state to implement it. Um, one city, St. Louis, had a program, but it was just a city program and it wasn't big enough to survive. Um, and since we've implemented ours, several other states have uh, started some too, but um, we're still working. Um, I'm going up to um, Duluth next week to talk to the Minnesota bar people. I think they're going to implement one now. That's great. Yeah. And. As I understand it, the program uh, allows people in the legal community to support other members of the legal community when they're down on their luck, if they have a health issue, if they have sudden loss in their family, um, perhaps some, something catastrophic that they can't necessarily handle everything that's coming at them at that time, and it has the community stepping into a role of helping them out in some way. That's exactly right. Uh, it's a it's a sudden catastrophic event. Usually, uh, not always, but that's the that's how it started out, and um, it's 
it's not a prayer service it's not an employment service um, and we don't ask for money but we know every time we send out a story the money comes uh, and we don't discourage it uh, as of late um, some have um, started GoFundMe accounts, and that makes it pretty easy. When we do our solace request for whatever it is, we can just attach the link to the GoFundMe uh, in addition, and uh, people, people go to it. And are there any specific uh, examples that you can give to our listeners on uh, a situation on, on what somebody is going through and how the response was from the community? Yeah, um, I, this is going to sound um, Kravorkian maybe. Um, we got really lucky on our first one. It was a very uh, moving, sad uh, situation. And um, when I say we got lucky, I mean this was our first step into the water. And it was just an overwhelming response because it was an overwhelming, sad story. Uh, it was a uh, paralegal from uh, a small town in Nebraska. Her boss asked if uh, she would be okay if he called us and uh, explained her situation. Her situation was she was going through a divorce. She had two daughters, and she had just been diagnosed with stage 4 cancer. And all she really wanted to do, because it, it was terminal and she knew it, she wanted to take her two girls to Disney World. And um, we put the request out, and it was just amazing. As you know, the way it's set up, um, it, it comes out under my name, but there's always a contact in there, and that way it's not piling up uh, with me and, and things get lost in the shuffle. There's a person assigned to uh, each request. Despite that fact, I got a lot of calls. And our membership, which is now about 9,400, uh, because it includes all of the um, members of the bar, though when, when we were a mandatory bar, uh, everybody uh, who didn't opt out uh, was part of it, as well as the inactive who were spread all over the country. I got calls from lawyers, I did, when I shouldn't have been getting anything, got calls from lawyers in five different states. Uh, one of them was a Creighton graduate who happened to be working for Disney. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, one of them was from North Carolina, one of them was from Texas, one of them was from California. The guy in California said, if Disney doesn't work, I've got a place on the ocean at San Luis Obispo, she can have it for a week. Uh, name your dates. Um, so she received um, a check for $30 with a restriction on it. She had to buy ice cream uh, at Disney. She received a, an anonymous check for $1,500. She received an anonymous check for $2,500. Um, and it, it was just uh, from, from all over the country. I'll never forget her letter. Um, and, and this was at a time when, um, you know, lawyers were paying attention to their public image too, and and what do people think about lawyers, and and uh, so there was a little bit of a side uh, benefit um, because she had a rather extensive email list of people who were supporting her, and uh, she was reporting back her progress, and she 
her boss emailed the email that she sent um, after she returned. She said, let me tell you about the lawyers in Nebraska. And in this email, she first explained the program's history and the purpose to her friends. And then she said, my boss asked me if I would mind if he asked for help for me. And I told him that would be fine. Well, folks, I'm quoting now, well, folks, never in my wildest dreams would I have thought what a simple question and answer would bring. It's unbelievable the responses of support that have been sent, and I am just overwhelmed with it all. I am very grateful and very humbled. Words fail me. Now that I can't see the screen anymore through my tears, I need to stop. And um, we haven't gotten anything quite so moving, but we've gotten a lot of other notes from people saying, I had no idea. People are so generous, and uh, it's just, it's very heartwarming. Absolutely. And it's so simple, and it's so cheap, because it's free. Right. It's all email. Right. Uh, and the fact that those, those two larger donations were made anonymously, yeah. really, you know, that, that speaks volumes, too. Yeah. Um, to not need the, um, the publicity of, of that, or the thank you directly of that. Yeah, yeah, people are just, uh, you have, there's two things that, that I've learned from this. One is, uh, I come to appreciate the generosity um, uh, of lawyers, um, and, and the other um, is the, uh, the the willingness to not only get involved, but the fact that there are so many people who happen to know somebody that you never would have made a connection. Uh, the the lawyer, the Creighton grad, who uh, happened to be working at Disney, um, there was. <laughs> Uh, I can give you another example that, that um, it just kind of gives you a uh, an appreciation for um, how people who you wouldn't expect know somebody know somebody. Um, there's a lawyer in Tennessee who was trying to set up a solace program in Texas because he's a former Nebraska attorney on the inactive status, and he is um, doesn't ever want to know. Uh, it doesn't ever want his name attached to a contribution, so he always sends me a check payable to me, and then I issue the check. But he, this Nebraska lawyer living in Tennessee, wants to set up a SOLAS program in Texas, and he's enlisted my help on it. And we're talking to Judge Zaney, a Louisiana person, one day, and Tennessee says to Louisiana, uh, I really appreciate your help. I'm sure you don't know anybody in, in Texas uh, that we've been working with. And, and <laughs> Louisiana judge says, oh, I think I do. Uh, David Beck uh, is a good friend of mine. He was president of the bar for Texas the same time I was president of the bar for Louisiana. And um, he said, uh, say hi to David for me. At which time I, the Nebraska lawyer, said, yeah, say hi to David for me, will you? He stayed at my condo for the College World Series last summer. <laughs> And the Tennessee lawyer said, you guys are starting to scare the hell out of me. And, um, but that's, that's what happens. Yeah. Uh, people know people. They, um, Judge Zaney gave this example at um, uh, a recent speech. Uh, during the World Cup in Africa, there was um, a four-car, a four-person collision, three fatalities, one needed to be life-flighted out of uh, South Africa. And of course, the, the three uh, dead bodies needed to be 
brought out too. And I think the quote was $300,000 for all four of them. They sent out a solace request and within 24 hours, somebody knew somebody who had a life flight and uh, everybody was home for free. Wow. Yeah. So. And did they finally get a sol solace in Texas? Is that a success not, story? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, the uh, person involved uh, experienced uh, his own uh, tragedy with his spouse, and uh, it's been put off for a while, but, but we'll get there. Uh, they did set one up in South Dakota. Uh, uh, several southern states are, are starting to set them up now. Georgia, I know, has set one up. And like I said, I'm hopeful that Minnesota is going to be setting one up soon. Do you have an estimate of how many requests you put out there? You know, um, I don't other than multiplying uh, one a month times uh, seven or eight years uh, would be my best guess. We were a little concerned in the beginning. Uh, were we going to be flooding people's mailboxes with uh, requests? And uh, it really is, um, it's, it's about one or two a month. Um, and and uh, we get further additional requests, but some we just can't uh, address. Some of them don't involve the legal community, and there has to be a, a connection. Um, uh, just for the benefit of, of those who are, are interested in this, um, it's a we define legal community about as liberally as, as you can. It includes law students, uh, employees of law schools, professors, staff, uh, courthouse employees. Uh, we had somebody from the federal parole office who uh, qualified. Uh, judges, lawyers, uh, law firm personnel. Um, so it's a it's a pretty big umbrella, but it does have to be legal. Uh, there has to be a legal connection of some sort. So we've had some that um, have come in, and we've had to unfortunately say no. Uh, we don't want to uh, go beyond our mission. And this is me probably throwing a, a wrench in things, but has there been discussion of setting up a fund, perhaps, to have some money set aside to, to help with these requests as well as they come in? Actually, um, we had a very generous uh, year-end donation uh, a year ago, uh, which funded us. Uh, in addition, we had a um, gentleman who was uh, terminal and... Um, uh, the wife wanted uh, people to know, uh, and we sent out a solace request that simply said, if if you uh, want to say goodbye to, and I'm making up the name Joe, um, he's he is terminal, and uh, here's where you can send. Well, um, w what happened was, one, a priest who wasn't aware of what was going on spent every remaining day of uh, Joe's life with him after finding out about it. What also happened was that the kids learned a lot about their dad from reading these letters from longtime friends that they never knew. Uh, and the widow listed Solus uh, in the listed memorials, and uh, so we received some funds through that too. We haven't done anything with it yet other than contribute on an occasional basis ourselves. We'll, we'll make a contribution. Um, but it's there for if we want to, one of the things that we were thinking about doing is getting uh, 
get well cards or sympathy cards uh, and have them signed by all the federal judges or have them signed by all the Supreme Court justices. Um, and uh, so things like that we can use the money for too. That's great. Yeah. What, what, what have I missed here, Mike? Well, nothing. Uh, but w what, uh, if anyone listening to this is not on the SOLAS list, um, and um, you would know uh, the last one that went out was a 40-year-old attorney at Baird Home who passed away um, not too long ago. Uh, if you were not made aware of that, you're not on our list. All you need to do is um, call me at 402-390-0300 uh, or call Liz Dealey uh, at the State Bar and, uh, in Lincoln and uh, you can be included on the list. Uh, you will get uh, whatever emails go out, but like I say, I I'll be shocked if you get more than two a month. Um, what's, um, the beauty of this program is that it's all free, and um, if, if you're aware of somebody who has a need out there, and I'm absolutely convinced there are others out there who could benefit. We, there, there are people who need housing when they come to Omaha for medical assistance. There are people who need um, airline miles, uh, hotel miles, if they're going to go to the Mayo Clinic in, instead of uh, someplace in Nebraska. Uh, there are uh, requests that can go out just asking for help in working through the red tape and some of the uh, government um, entities that, that people have to work through Medicare, Medicaid, etc. Uh, Social Security disability. Um, there are times when outstanding medical bills are such a burden. Well, we've talked to health care providers who have compromised those uh, because uh, somebody who's on the foundation is married to a lawyer. Um, and um, a lot of different things. The the fundraisers, if somebody, we had someone who was just bound and determined to go back home and get his home uh, fixed up so that it could handle a, uh, uh, it had to be remodeled significantly. Um, they had a fundraiser and we just put that out in a solace request and there were a lot of contributions and a lot of attendees to it. Um, the beauty of it is you can do it anywhere. Uh, one time this was all taken care of in about 72 hours from the Caribbean. Uh, it just, uh, it's so simple and it's so free. Uh, so if anybody knows of someone who, who needs something, um, we need their permission. Uh, we need their approval of the message that goes out and we need uh, the name of a contact and um, it, it um, takes care of itself after that. And I, I think part of the, like you said, part of the genius of it is the outside-the-box thinking of how to help, right? Yes. Not just um, necessarily money to a GoFundMe page, which sometimes is the right way to help out, but, uh, but there are these unique other ways that really a lot of help can be done through. So I, I like that um, for you know, attorneys to think outside the box and be creative in how they can help in that situation, given their connections, given 
things like airline miles and, yeah. and things like that? Yeah, I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, in, in the health field, uh, we had um, someone who was slowly going blind. She was in Houston. Um, and um, we sent out a request for uh, this. It was a very rare disease, and we sent out a request for uh, whether anybody knew anyone who um, uh, was recognized in this field. Well, it turned out the two names that popped up more than anybody else were the two who she was consulting with. And she said, it, it just gave me so much comfort to know that I'm, I'm with the right people. Uh, we had a lawyer uh, in Omaha who was from Africa and had no living relatives in the United States. Uh, and we were able to get uh, uh, his body back for a burial uh, back home. We had a legal aid lawyer who had a terrible stroke and had 44 files that demanded immediate attention. We had many lawyers step up and within a week all 44 of those files were uh, reassigned to people who were helping out legal aid. Um, there's, um, there is a spin-off from Make-A-Wish and it is adult-oriented rather than children-oriented. And we had someone who was going to be the uh, second recipient in the country uh, of a Make-A-Wish trip for the, the adult. Uh, and unfortunately he passed away before he could uh, take the trip. Um, we've had um, people who have needed information on service dogs. Uh, we had an attorney who just wanted some visitors. Uh, his his partner wanted visitors for him, and uh, we sent that out, and he got a lot of a lot of visitors. Um, one time, a, a lawyer from Delaware uh, offered five hundred thousand miles that he wasn't going to use. Uh, and these are all people who uh, are former Nebraska attorneys uh, who are now inactive, but read their email. It certainly makes me feel uh, good about the legal community that all these attorneys are stepping up. That's that's quite amazing. Um, now, just so I'm getting this correct, is the list, the solace list, it only goes to attorneys. So even though there may be people that are having requests that are, aren't attorneys, it's only going to the attorneys, right? So that's... The, the membership is limited to the uh, active and inactive members of the Nebraska State Bar Association, including those who signed up when it was a mandatory uh, organization. Uh, each year we have a new crop of attorneys and they automatically go in and there's an opt-out on every email that goes out there's an opt-out button that uh, if anybody decides they don't want to be part of it they can just click I'm out. And if and, they've done uh, that for Mike Kinney they need to contact you or Liz Neely to get back in huh? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's right, All that's right, right. yeah. Um, it, it's, um, I, I can't tell you I think with every email that has gone out, Solus email that's gone out, I've gotten, I can't think of a time when I didn't get a phone call or an email, uh, somebody saying how much they appreciate uh, the uh, opportunity. I, di I didn't see this survey, but it was a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago, voted the third most popular um, service that the state bar offers. Um, and um, it's free. <laughs> Did I mention it's free? And, and you, you really saw this. I mean, when you saw it in San Francisco in 2010, you knew 
that this was this was going to fit Nebraska, I'm, and it was going to be a long long term success here. I, I I felt it immediately, and and I and I credit uh, Judge Zaney for that. I mean, the stories that he told uh, were so moving, and. Uh, it, it uh, and he continues to have uh, just crazy stuff. I don't know what's in the water in Louisiana, and of course they have a lot of natural disasters, and they're near MD Anderson in Houston, so a lot of it is, involves that. But there was somebody who had fifty thousand dollars in unpaid bills at Johns Hopkins, and it went out. Does anybody know anybody in the accounting office at Johns Hopkins? Somebody knew somebody because they waived the whole fifty thousand. Yeah, there was a um, there was a family, a, a lawyer in New Orleans who had a sister or sibling of some sort in the Philippines, who wanted to adopt two kids and didn't know what to do, and a lawyer in Florida had a sister who happened to practice in the same town that this lady was, uh, and she happened to be an adoption lawyer, and bingo, done. Uh, so don't ever underestimate uh, how far things stretch. Uh, there's a lot of tentacles out there. Absolutely. So people listening to this that want to get involved need to watch for your emails or make sure they're on the email list. Um, remember to think outside the box on how to help out. And um, and then if they, if they know somebody that needs uh, help to reach out to you, uh, about potentially getting an email request out. Yes, and 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 you 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 hit on it when you said think outside the box. Uh, I remember one of our requests for a law student was uh, he'd broken his leg, and he just needed transportation to get to class, and he couldn't for some reason couldn't find somebody uh, in his class, another student uh, who could do it. Uh, so that was the request. We had another one who was uh, so cash strapped uh, he was a single parent he was raising a daughter he was working and he was going to law school full-time and what he felt bad about was one of the things that was suffering was he wasn't exercising and he wanted a I don't know what you call them but the carriages where you run uh, and push the child uh, with you and that's all he wanted um, somebody in Delaware sent him a brand new one from Target uh, when the request went out. I mean, it's just, so it's, it's, it can be anything. Uh, if people have an illness and they need somebody to watch their dog or, or uh, check on the house, they probably don't want strangers in the house, but um, uh, restaurant uh, gift cards, uh, anybody can use those. Um, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's, there's no limit on what can be done. Uh, it's also a good reminder that we all probably need help at some point in our lives. Um, and we need to look around and make sure that our colleagues, our friends, uh, are need if they need help, that we can provide it. Yeah. Or just check in on them. That's very well put. Um, I, w one of the things I've learned from this um, is you really don't know what's going on in another person's life. Um, and um, uh, there's some bad stuff people there's some tough stuff going on and uh, uh, if people know about it they really step up they do everything they can Absolutely. You know, um, 
Yeah, if anybody uh, listening uh, does not think that they're part of it, call the state bar, call me. Uh, they'll have their name in the, in the list the next day. And uh, like I say, if it gets to be too much, they can always opt out again. But um, I, I don't know of anybody who's opted out. Uh, I don't know of anybody who's ever gotten, felt like they're getting too much. Certainly not. Um, well, on behalf of the Omaha Bar Association and the Young Lawyers Division, I do want to really thank you for your, your vision, true, true vision here, to set up a program that has done so much good for the community um, as a whole and for so many in the community, not only those that receive help, but I think a lot of times I hear it helps the person giving the help. They get as much out of it as, as they give forward. Um, it is a, something that helps even those that are giving um, their time and money. And so I think that it's a, it's a good thing for all involved. Um, and I think that we can all learn something from the vision that you sh you've shown here. And maybe there's another program out there that we need that can fill another need in our community and continue to help everybody as much as possible. So. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's uh, this time of year, uh, you, you hear about fires every once in a while. That's something that um, if people suffer a fire, suddenly you've got maybe five people who have no clothes. And we can get out a um, uh, identification of uh, men's uh, 34, 30 pants, uh, women's size 10 dress, whatever. Uh, all we need is the list, and they'll get it. Uh, or they'll get a they'll get uh, gift cards to clothing stores and they'll get them real quickly. Um, so yeah, and I want to I want to um, thank the young lawyers uh, for the uh, kindness and and uh, uh, generosity of uh, the Vision Award. That was extremely uh, thoughtful of them, and I deeply appreciate it. Certainly, well well deserved for sure. Thank you, Mike. Yeah, you're welcome, David. Thank you.